Welcome to the Partners in Leadership author podcast series. In this series, we're interviewing CEO and three-time New York Times bestselling author Roger Connors. The topic of this podcast is managing the contradictions. This podcast is less than four minutes in duration. Roger, how do you handle negative C1 experiences that are created for people by others during the culture change? In the early stages of the change process, people will be looking for experiences that validate the new C2 beliefs you need people to hold, which is what we want them doing. The entire process is designed to unfreeze belief bias and reorient their selective perceptions so that people are looking for evidence of the change. However, while they're looking, they will not only see the C2 experiences needed to change beliefs, but they're also bound to have C1 experiences that contradict the C2 culture you're working to create. Why is that? Mostly because organizational team leaders are riding the learning curve for understanding what it looks like to think and act C2. They're changing the way they think and act to become more C2, and that usually involves some learning and trial and error. Sometimes they'll slip back into C1. We will even have some late adopters, or what I call really late adopters, that won't shift to C2 immediately. Although our methodology moves everyone more quickly through the cycle and produces a significantly higher number of early adopters. Won't there be even some people who won't get on board with where the organization is headed? Yes, there will be some non-adopters in the change process. These folks, along with others who are simply learning what it is like to be C2, will create experiences that are inconsistent with the culture you're working to create. Managing the contradictions resulting from these C1 experiences that come from people who are learning how to be C2, from late adopters or from non-adopters, is an important phase of the culture change process. How do you handle these unwanted C1 experiences? If the contradictions are left unchecked, human nature kicks in with what we call the invalidation instinct. When that happens, people begin to ignore the C2 experiences and revert back to looking at everything through the lens of C1, ignoring the evidence that we are creating C2 and locking in anything that suggests that management is not really serious about this and that the C1 culture is here to stay. What can leaders do about that? Well, there are two important steps leaders can take during this phase to manage the contradictions. First, continue to stay on message by talking about the compelling case for change to achieve R2, the cultural beliefs, and the importance of using the four culture management tools. That's an ongoing communication that helps people identify C1 experiences that are not in line with the change to C2. And it reassures them that whoever created the experience is getting it wrong, that they are unaligned and they should interpret the experience as inconsistent with where the culture's headed. The second thing leaders can do is to discover and address C1 contradictions. Ask for examples of where people are seeing experiences that contradict C2. So deal with those experiences. Don't ignore them. That's right. Be on the lookout for them. Address them when you learn about them. Encourage organizational and team leaders to do the same. Roger, thank you for your insights on the steps to take once a culture change is underway. I imagine your clients find that expertise highly useful. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to learn more about the Partners in Leadership approach. For additional information on key concepts mentioned here, check out other podcasts in this series. This podcast is a production of Partners in Leadership and is protected by copyright owned by Partners in Leadership. This content may not be used or rebroadcast without prior permission. For more information, visit www.ozprincipal.com or contact us at 800 504 6070